Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome back. We're here. It's Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for the Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Square Enix Final Fantasy 14 podcast. It's good to be back. We took last week off while we were transitioning to a new desktop and a new setup underneath the desk here. Everything above the desk stayed the same, but underneath the desk changed a bit. New graphics, so shout out to Yod, all three shows having new graphics, incorporating the Ready Check girl herself, Val, in all the artwork. It looks fantastic. I love her her very Cloud Strife look on this particular show. You'll have to check her out on the other shows. If you're not watching them, head on over to that website right there below me. This side, that one. Ready Check Radio, R-A-I-D, like an MMO raid, get it? EO.com, but if you misspell it and just spell radio the same way, I own that URL, too, because I'm taking care of you. So uh, head on over. We got a lot to talk about today. Unfortunately, not a lot of Final Fantasy XIV stuff, right? Not to be unexpected there, though. We do have FanFest just two weeks from now, so kind of holding the cards close to the vest. But we got a few things. We do have some other Square Enix news that I think will be a lot of fun. Going with me on this little journey today, Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. How are you, sir? The greetings programs, isn't that me? Can I say that. No. <laughs> yeah, you have to say that now. I guess no. you have to say that. But no, I, I, I'm doing good. Uh, you, yeah, I'm ready to talk about some near. So yeah, I know you are. I know you are. You yeah. and I have played it, uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Tarkov off this week had his vacation and his trip. He just got back last night. He picked it up for his streams this weekend. So if you want to see some gameplay, he'll be streaming it here on Ready Check Radio. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, very late night East Coast time, but you know, early evenings, like 9 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Special guest taking his place today, though. I, I should have like emailed Haps and gotten the list of all the AKAs. I feel bad now. I think you're going to have to reach out to don't, Mr. Haps. Don't, don't, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry <laughs> about it. Like, no. The sly no. one himself. Like What's up, sir? Yes. What's going on, man? How you doing? doing yeah, wait, 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 wait. Quick thing. Quick yeah. thing. You yeah. have a Blizzard podcast. I do. You have a Square podcast. I do. I do. Where's the Atlas podcast? You know, Atlas stuff you know. has come up. And currently you know. that is being held on the Gaming Gumbo podcast on Saturdays, which is general <laughs> gaming. You know, you, you know. have a guy here. I do. Uh, I got a friend hi. that I hear likes the persona. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily just the persona, just all of S&T, but you know, hi. I'm a huge I'm Atlas guy. I don't know. You and I have never talked about this because we always got that other white dude with us. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we always end up talking yeah. about Final Fantasy 14 and 11 together. But I am a huge Atlas guy. Uh, do you remember? I always wanted to ask you this. Every time I see you tweet something about Sega or Atlas, I'm like, oh, I got to ask him about this. Mm -hmm. uh, have you been with them since like the PlayStation 1 days or even before? Yes. Yes. Okay. Before. Before. Yes. Okay. So do mm -hmm. you know Rhapsody? I loved Rhapsody. I thought that was the dumbest cool game ever. 
I some of the you are probably the only one. You are probably like the only one. I know. Out of all of my Sega friends who remembers Rhapsody, I have Rhapsody. I I have a extensive video game collection, which we don't need to get into that right now. But I love mm -hmm. Rhapsody. I love right at the beginning of the game when you open, you boot it up, and it they even they even jingled their. Uh, company name in the promo screen. Atlas comes up and the little voice sings Atlas USA. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Everything was musical yep. based, you know, the huge pancakes falling on enemies in party base. Kronos, do you have any clue what I'm talking about? No, dude. I, I've only really played Persona 5. I love Persona 5, though. So you're I've you're a heard. you're a newer fan. Oh, honey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. It's okay. I have enough friends no, no, that tell me okay. that. That's okay. That is all right. You know, Nocturne Nocturne remaster is coming out. Yeah. Next month. Um. So for like, I tell all my like you know new persona people like yeah. who came in on five. Great. That's good. You came in on the lighter side of SNT. Congratulations. Yeah. You did a good thing. Yeah. Catch, Come to Nocturne. Catch up. <laughs> catch up. All right. I, I got I to gotta address this, though. You we're okay. already seeing this in chat. You got, right. you, got a, you got a shirt there. A little, a little yes. pink shirt. Yes. <laughs> he did feel yes. the need this to clear it with me to make sure it was a... I said, I'm not going to slut shirt shame you. Why would I do that? <laughs> I had to make sure. I had to make sure. Absolutely. So, so what's with the shirt the for shirt. chat? And can other people obtain this somewhere? Yes, you absolutely can. Okay, so this shirt. Um, I don't know if a lot of you are fans of visual novels. Uh, but if not, there's one you absolutely need to play called Valhalla. VA-11 space hall H A L L dash A. It is a it is one of the greatest visual novels of this time because it is a cyberpunk bartender visual novel so you work as a bartender and you listen to people and you make them drinks and it's one of the greatest things they even the intro to it says you know pour yourself a drink and enjoy this game i was like okay bet <laughs> and i did and i did and, it, <laughs> and the main character her name is jill um sticks as always helping us out with the links thank you chat you can click that thank link you. right there um the main character, her name is Jill. She is the bartender you play as. And whenever you are at Jill's apartment, she has a shirt hanging up that says slut. And I was like, you know what? I fucking want that shirt. And, <laughs> and it's beard, the, um, the, not the developer, the um, publisher for the game. They have a store and they had that shirt. I was like, bet I'm getting that shirt. <laughs> and here we are. Because Jill, like, I so, I really identified with Jill as a character. Like, I feel like Sukuban Games came in my stream for some reason and, like, knew who I was. And the funny thing about it is Nirvana, the sequel, is coming out supposedly this year or sometime next. I don't know when. And the bartender in Nirvana is named Sam. So I really feel like they yeah. really know who the hell yeah. I am. I feel like they've been so, stalking you, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. I think so. You. The game, the uh, the Steam app is actually on sale right now too, thirty percent off. Mm -hmm. So get it, get it. Make yourself a drink. 
Cue in chat, this sounds very relevant to my interests. That is like the most sophisticated way of, I think I would like that, <laughs> to, to say that, that I've ever seen. All right, well, now that we have talked about everything but Square Enix stuff or Final Fantasy stuff, in fact, brought up competitors. Uh, so if you're from Square Enix, sorry. Uh, it's just the nature of the beast here. Let's jump into some Final Fantasy fourteen news. As I mentioned, there isn't a lot. There are a few tidbits, though. They did finalize the full FanFest schedule. And Sly, I know you have talked about this on uh, on State of the Realm. Uh, and we, we mm -hmm. talked about it prior to 5.5 coming. But Adam, you and I went into depth. But Sly, I wanted to give you a minute here to catch up with the audience here and your overall okay. thoughts on 5.5, the, the main story portion, the dungeon portion, the conclusion of the near raid. What were your thoughts on the patch itself? What did you like? What didn't you like? Story? Conclusion of the near raid, by the way, in air quotes. In air quotes, yeah, Thank in air quotes. Thank you. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, uh, story, always good. Um Again, like, like, kind of like Mike and what Ethis was saying, we really can't say anything until we get part I bumped two. a sound effect. Because I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we really can't say anything we, until we get to part two because it's like, okay, this is good so far. Dungeon, amazing. It like aesthetically one of the most pleasing dungeons to the eye, um, in terms of like aesthetics, mechanics, things of that nature. Um, whirl it great love whirl it like it appeases to all my animu robot tenses so you know i always love whirl it um the ending was so cathartic and i love it um near yeah you weren't a fan of phase one or phase two so i didn't expect you to be a huge fan on phase three you like them better than I omega but they weren't your favorites <sighs> near Near, I've always had an issue with. I had an issue with Near before, like when it was announced before we even got it. When it was announced at like the last, like fan, like fan fest, and it was announced, like yada yada yada. I was like, ah, this might not translate well, and it hasn't so far. The thing is, the dungeons, like the twenty-four man dungeons, have always been great. The the Near dungeons have always been great and fun. It's just the story that's where it falls through the cracks, and it's like. I understand what you're trying to do. I under, I get it. <sighs> Was this really the best choice, though? And I'm yeah, and that's the... something you and I have talked about before. Kronos, you and I mm -hmm. have talked about as well. Is you know when we I know Omega's eight person, right? But we compare those two because of the crossover tendency. That's what it's trying to do, right? Pull in the different wait, IP. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Omega, Omega crossover. No, I'm talking about when 14 starts pulling in other items that aren't 14. And we talked about this the other right. day. Right, like Chefka's and, and in this case, Nier, yeah. Not full-blown no, no, crossover no, no, no. like Lightning and stuff like that. That's different. Those mm -hmm. are events. Those are a different bag altogether. I can kind of accept 14 crossover to where, uh, I'm sorry, Final Fantasy crossover to what, where it's kind of relevant to the kind of they can like you could swing a little bit for a for like a final fantasy crossover from earlier final fantasies you can swing that a little bit more 
then something no doubt. is separate. Yeah, no doubt. Now, now, perfect example, Garo. You're talking to someone who loves Garo. And when I saw that crossover, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of hype about this. Like, it's not attached to story. There's nothing else to do. Like, just do PvP. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bird. Do PvP. <laughs> um, <laughs> do PvP and get some get some mounts, get some armor. Just ask him that. to come on my own damn show. And I know. I brings so, up I PvP on my own damn show. I am show. sorry. <laughs> I am so fucking sorry, but like that's the best example. I that's one of the best examples I can give you is something like an outside influence coming in to fourteen yeah. is Garo. That was the best one. Like it didn't require much. It didn't like strain on the story. There was no story attached to it. You just did extra shit, and you got some cool shit, some cool looking shit. Whereas with near, it's like, how are you gonna make like really? I really want to know how you're gonna manage this. And they haven't thus far. And so when people say slide, when you want the SMT crossover, I'm like, I don't want that. No. Like, <laughs> I really don't want that. No. Please don't. Please don't make people hate SMT. SMT is in a good place. We have a really good fan base. Don't make them hate that. Don't make the 14 people hate it even more. Like, don't make the Final Fantasy fan base hate them even more. Yeah, Kronos, no. it's been for us the same thing throughout the entire thing with the, you know what? I like these fights, but the rest of it really just makes me want to go play Nier, not stay in the world of Final Fantasy XIV and, and play this. 100%. And, and, yeah, and I was about to ask, like, did it really did it really do any favors for the near fan base did it do favors for the near fan base that's already currently in 14 did it do any favors for the 14 fan base i can go ahead and tell you right now no it didn't no Kronos, i'm gonna let you chime in on that because i do have i do have thoughts on that um i, I think it helps near but yeah not say, people that were already near fans yeah I, th I think it probably got some people to play the game i don't, I don't know if that's yeah. like we're touching on but like I guess, I guess like slides coming from like the story perspective of like if you've played near and you're coming to final fantasy 14 and you want more near it's not really gonna like satisfy you no. other than like oh cool bosses and music which they do really well um like it, it is fun to fight the bosses and, and listen to the music's awesome but you know i mean i, I could play near for the music um so i mean I, I get where he's coming from i i do think there's a little bit of an advantage i'm sure what you were trying kind of touching on where like i'm sure people that played final fantasy that went into the near raids have now went on to play near and probably I mean, they obviously the le waited for to do replicant stuff for the last raid. <laughs> I mean, it's like kind of almost like an advertisement a little bit. Yep. Um, so I mean, I'm sure it's gotten some crossover from there. And I mean, even if you look at the near uh, packaging, I think it came with like the the insert that says like, "Hey, you can play to level 60 for free in Final Fantasy 14." So I mean, like, they're trying to do that stuff, and I'm sure there has been crossover. But I do agree with what Sly is saying too, though, because I think what he's saying is more from like satisfying you from a story perspective if you're coming from near. And you're expecting, like, the continuation of that or like more of that stuff. You don't. You're not really going to get that, other than aesthetically. I actually didn't yeah. even look at what we got in the packaging here because I did want to pick this one up physically. I didn't buy it on Steam. I bought it on PS4 uh, so that I could play it upstairs, you know, on the couch or whatever. So let's see what we got here. We got our Square Enix 25 reward points thing. <laughs> we got yeah. our. This is what serves as an instruction book if you even get instruction books anymore and it's pretty much like you know don't set it on fire and, and don't eat it <laughs> and 
mine does it, is there anything there is something 14 related here okay so yeah, this, is, this is very unfortunately folded for one of our topics today this is what's on the cover of the little fold out that oh, they, no. they put in the game then we've got the romancing saga and the near automata play arts figures and when you open it all the way up, there you go. Final Fantasy fourteen online and Heaven's Word advertising advertising the uh, the free trial package. There you go. That's the packaging inside uh, near replicant for the PS4. Yeah, so yep. I, I see some people are saying like part like part three lost them story wise. They went like full Drakengard. So oh if yeah. You never played like oh, yeah. that kind of yeah, stuff. They did. Like, and that was that was a good part. That was one yeah. of the good aspects of it because I love Dragon Guard. Like not to say I'd like I like if we compared to like I love one of the like okay, I'm going to I'm not even going to lie. Dragon Guard 3 was so good. Um but when like I have to compare this to Evilies in uh Crystal Tower. When you talk about stuff that's done in-house like within the realm of like that that you can actually feasibly say fits in the realm of 14 from other you know from other reference final fantasy games like and then compare it to this it's like I don't... yeah it actually has me a little concerned for the 24 person content because f for me that started at its high for me and has gotten progressively further and further downhill. Again, that's not to say individually in a vacuum, I'm not enjoying certain fights. I'm not enjoying certain aspects or certain cutscenes or things like that. But Crystal Tower was my favorite 24. And then you know, we go, go, go all the way through Ivalice down for me. And then this one down for me. Like I just, Crystal Tower was my favorite personal 24 person. Sly looks offended okay, by fair. such a statement. <laughs> no, 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 that's fair. That's fair because, like, I actually love Evilise over Crystal Tower. Like, and and I can see arguments for that. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's been a steady downline. It's more of like one of these, and then oh, this one was yeah. Oh no, not so good. Not so good. Uh, okay, we've got to log in your guests right now. We're two weeks away from FanFest. By the way, uh, Kronos' schedule permitting, that Friday that FanFest starts, we will not do a show Thursday night. We will do a live um, uh, broadcast of the two-hour keynote. Uh, and I then can't we'll, do that. You can't do to, that? I, I hate to do that. I can't do it. I'm going to be gone that Friday. Oh, all right. All right. Well, uh, Tarkov and I, maybe we'll bring an extra guest in. We'll go Sorry. ahead and get that. That's fine. We'll go ahead and get that covered for you. So we will not have a show or, that or, Thursday. Or or maybe we'll just snipe burn. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. We'll maybe do. We'll just snipe burn. There you go. We'll do. We'll be live somewhere, and then the following week we'll cover the rest of FanFest. But before we move on, I got to get your pick locked in. What's the new class, Sly? The naming convention? No, because I'm still up in the air on that one too. But no, no, no. Okay, before I go, I want to like uh, let me hear both of your takes. All right, so I, I feel like they're gonna go down the necromancer path now. Whether they call it a necromancer or not, I don't think so. Uh, I think they would probably go something like Death Knight, but then they run into the Dark Knight confusion a little bit for people. So maybe they go Reaper, something along those lines. 
but I do think it's going to be a scythe wielding melee class made for you know raising dead or those types of spells, and I'm all for it. But I go back to many many shows ago. You Sly and uh, you Sly and Haps and I, we sat there and I went off on the fact that Dark Knight did not have a scythe, and I still to this day say that's bullshit. Dark Knight should have had the scythe. It is just absolute bullshit. Anyway, go ahead, Kronos. Yeah, so uh, I'd, be, I, 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 I'd be so surprised if it's not a scythe-wielding melee class at this point. Um, and then I basically just like took a dart and threw it on a board of like existing jobs, and I'm thinking like for some reason that they're going to go down the road that they did with Astro, where they're going to pick a job that didn't really like get you know it was basically like an npc so i picked fell knight was my choice i think that's what they're gonna call it but it's just a guess but it's definitely gonna be a scythe wielding melee job for sure i'd be super surprised if it's not i can agree with both to even say that it will be a scythe wielding class um i was burn i was agreeing with you that like i was thinking death knight like in terms of the naming convention i was going either death knight or reaper those were the two naming conventions that i had like and I agree with you, Burn. That like it was they they kind of missed out when they implemented death and implemented Dark Knight, and it wasn't a scythe. It was just a oh, so many of us Final Fantasy Eleven players were like, oh, oh, <laughs> Dark Knight, but yeah, Aww. Could... yeah, but scratcher, yeah. <laughs> but scratcher. <laughs> But yeah, I can kind of agree with you that they kind of missed out on that. Um, like when we when we finish the patch, when we finish the story, okay, like I'm not gonna spoil anything, but that goddamn column. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> yep, yep, that goddamn we talked column, about that <laughs> on this show. Like, are you are you serious? Well, did you you saw like, that people tried to data mine that cutscene, and there's actually nothing there behind the column, right? They didn't even right. include the data there, just in case. Nope. <laughs> nope. They really kept that hidden. And like, are you serious? That like you've talked about the job. You can at least give us a cut, like a quick two seconds of him picking up the weapon, cut to black. That's it. That's all you had to do. Oh, you put a column there just to like put mystery in it. No, we like we watch these live letters. What are you talking about? <laughs> We watch these live letters. We know what he's going to pick. Yep. Yep. Hey, you guys buying Butterfingers like uh, in bulk in like the next week or two? I'm going to buy about $5 worth. About of them $5 too. worth? Uh, yeah. For no, no reason. For no reason at all. I mean, just no reason at all. And I don't know why I'm bringing it up here. Oh, wait. Yeah. You know yeah. yeah, you know yeah, why. I do know yeah, you why. Do. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. If you got a spare five dollars plus over the next week here, you know, go buy some Butterfinger candy. Save that receipt. There'll be a website up on May third that you can send that receipt, uh, a picture of that receipt to, and you can get your own ugly ass mount, uh, <laughs> like the this is just the chocolate variation of the Sprout mount. Kronos, I mean, you have to, right? Being the mount collector of the group, you absolutely have to, even though this thing's ugly as all sin. Yeah, I have so many ugly mounts, man. I have 145 mounts. There's no way they're all, you know. I mean, oh, they're, damn. They're not the best. Yeah. Wait, 145? <laughs> yeah, that's yep. so many. And, I've, and I've only ever purchased two Mog Station mounts, I think. Yeah. So, Which 143. Which ones did you purchase? 
I have the motorcycle and I have the Nero Magitek armor. Those you the didn't only get red armor. hair? You didn't get red hair? You don't want to be Lu Boo? <laughs> you want to be Lu Boo? I, if I if I like tried to buy every bout, I'd be broke, Sly. <laughs> this one only costs five bucks. I, I will have right, the looter sure. whale though. That, I will have the looter that whale. That is true. That, a lot true. of us are going for looter whale, so yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm yeah. gonna buy it. I mean, I got three kids. So it's not like the butterfingers won't go to waste anyway. They'll they'll eat. Them. So 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 burn in the tradition of the the 14 hour broadcast. Yeah. Can we, can can we get him to do like a uh, like a uh, like, how many mounts are you missing, Chris? So okay, so I don't have I don't have diamond weapon, which means I don't have the mech tray. I have ninety nine diamond totem still. Um, I don't have the hunt. I don't have the hunt mounts. I'm missing those. I have every mm -hmm. PVP mount that's not gated behind like the feast, mm -hmm. uh, like seasons. And I'm missing. Um, yes, that's the hunt mounts, the one dragon, the Becca dragon. Oh, and the pterodactyl. That's pretty much it. Oh, okay. So, in the in the spirit of the fourteen hour broadcast, can we get Kronos to do like some yep. some mount bullshit? He's just gonna some... sit in PvP forever to get his top ten. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've done some pretty disgusting things for mount, so it's you know it's fine. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. That is <laughs> that is, uh, in, in game, that is the game. best sentence out of context in, ever. In I've done a lot of PvP. All right, there's a lot of like. Like rival wings, done, man, getting like all those victories. And... I've done some shit for some mounds. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I've done some shit for some mounds. Oh, I've, I've seen some shit. Of, I wouldn't a, recommend. I've it. done a bit of strange for a little bit of change, man. You don't know. Hey, man, the mounts, the mounts get me going, dude. Let me tell I you. I used to <laughs> suck dick for marijuana. Oh, all right, bro. <laughs> you, you, you went way too far. It's gone now. You're... Oh, come on, half baked, man. Half -baked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh my! So oh, look at that! I bumped the wrong button so there. Sorry. Oh my! Yeah, he God. should ban. Definitely should ban Mike. Definitely should ban Mike. I don't do the yeah. mounts, but I still do the minions. I'm at like 335, I think. Some 336. Oh God, you're you're a good one. That's another 14 hour broadcast. Thing you should probably no, do. because the one that I would have to go after is the stupid original A Realm Reborn sightseeing log one, and that would make me just want to set my entire desk on fire. <laughs> Weather and times. This seems like a great idea. Anyway, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen is doing a promotion with Butterfinger. Go buy $5 worth of Butterfingers, and on May 3rd, and I think for like a few weeks afterwards, there'll be a site up that you can send a copy of your receipt to, and you'll get this mount. There you go. Bella, I said what I said. I said what I said. It was a movie quote, you maniacs. <laughs> uh, not exactly 14 related, but if you are looking for some stuff to do in this kind of little downtime between 5-5 five, five and 5-5-5 five, 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 and then 6-0, oh, uh, you might want to check out Final Fantasy XI. Maybe I could get uh, Sly to jump in. The <laughs> not going to happen, I know. Uh, there are a literal ass ton. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I'm American, so it's not the metric, or we use the metric system, so it's a shit ton. Sorry, my English friend, it's an ass ton here. It's a shit ton. Yeah. Um, yeah. ton of events, ton of events. Uh, in Final Fantasy XI, so I just figured I'd throw that out there. I still get nostalgic. Yes, shit ton, booty ton. 
Both are fine. Oh, Ninja Pandas has a conversion tool, so both are fine for Ninja. Uh, okay. We've been talking about Nier a little bit, so gentlemen, I do want to get your takes on Nier Replicant. Now, Sly, you have not actually played, correct? You're going to need to talk me into this. For <laughs> oh, someone who's played oh. original Nier, All right, well, for someone who's played original OG Nier and Automata, why should I? All right. Kronos, I'm going to let you go first because we're just going to give some basic thoughts on here. And don't yeah, don't let, worry, let me, Jazz. Me, this won't be this won't be too long. <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead and take that hit. This won't be too long here. But I, honestly, if I'm being if I being perfectly honest, <laughs> and I love the Near series, and I did enjoy Near Replicant. If you enjoyed Automata, but you're questioning this one. I probably can't say anything that's going to convince you to do it. Automata is the better product. It is also the most, you know, of uh, uh, most recent of the products. If you look at them storyline and system wise and and things like that. If you liked Automata but this looks sketchy to you, I would say stay away from it. Uh, if you really like that world and that story and you want more of that and you're willing to deal with some inconveniences that weren't inconvenient in Automata because of this being an older title that is now just being updated for us, then go ahead. But if you don't have that drive to jump into the, the world, honestly, I enjoyed it. There are some touching moments, but I'm fully invested in that world. I've also played this before, so I knew about inconveniences and quirks to the game that had been fleshed out in later uh, in Automata later. Uh, yeah, it gets a thumbs up from me, but Sly, honestly, if you're on the fence and for the reasons you're on the fence, I don't have anything that I can add that's going to make you go buy it after the show. What do you got, Kronos? Yeah, I mean, you basically said a lot of stuff that I feel too. So I had never played Gestalt or the original Nier. Um, I only played Automata. Uh, and I even played that kind of late. Like I waited like a couple years before I played it because I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. And then I found out that it's like probably one of my favorite games I've ever played. Um, so like I basically played, bought this and played this game because of how much I like Automata. But Automata definitely learned a lot from this game and improved a lot of stuff. Like, like the first five, six hours, like I didn't do a lot of side quest stuff. I wanted to beat the game and kind of get the story in before I started doing a lot of side quests. And I don't know if I would have gotten past the first, like, I guess, big plot twist without spoiling anything and like, the first five and a half, six hours if I had not played Automata. Yeah. I think I would have put the game down. Um, it, it, it is it, a it, slow burn at the beginning. Yeah, it, it takes... A slow a mic burn pretty, at the beginning. It takes a while to hit its stride, for sure. Um, but when it does, it's, it starts getting a lot better. The story um, gets more and more interesting. And, and as playing only Automata, like, kind of seeing how certain things came to be, I guess... Um, was in most more of the interesting stuff for me. Um, and then the gameplay gets a little bit more fun, I feel like, in the second half as well. But I like I think from Sly's thing, now that I've like played through the game and I've seen like what Gestalt kind of was, even though I missed out on it back then, I, I don't know if I'd recommend it to someone that's like doesn't want to buy it because they played the original. I probably wouldn't recommend it either. But I, I thought it was fun. Like it's, it probably it's gets like, a thumbs up. It's for like me, my but... favorite game. 
that I would have a hard time recommending to somebody. <laughs> That's yeah. like, you know, you get that game that you're just like, oh, I want to tell all my friends to go play this. They got to come play this. Right. They got to check this out. This right. is one of those games that I'm like, okay, did you like Nier Automata? Yes. Yep, yep. Did you like that world? Yes. Did you like those players? Yes. Do you want to know how things got there? Definitely. Definitely. Okay, go play Replicant. No, you know what? I didn't care. I, I can kind of just appreciate it for its own near automata story. Me, that's me with SMT. <laughs> like, that's how I had to describe S, mainline SMT to all my Persona fans. It's like, okay, did you like Persona? Yeah. Do you want something a little more challenging? Maybe? Play mainline SMT. Yeah. No, that shit is scary. <laughs> Nocturne is still one of my favorite games ever. PS2 still have I my original. Fucking, I... The manual's gorgeous, by the way. It's like 90 pages thick in the PS2 case. Bruh, you don't need... Okay, side note. I'm, I'm sorry, we're getting off on a tangent. Side note. I am playing Nocturne Hard Type, which is a ROM hack, because I hate myself. <laughs> and it, it basically... <laughs> picture Nocturne, and they just... They just gave it steroids and crack at the same time. That's hard type. Like they, like whoever developed the hard type, I commend them for it. I hate them for it, but I commend them for it. Yeah, it's, it's like, so I kind of see what you're saying about yep. it. I, I kind of see Nier is very about. much in that, in that mold of, yeah, it'll appeal to Nier fans, but you have to be a Nier fan, I think at this point, because if you played yeah. Automata and you don't care about anything previous to that. Systems wise, there's some jank in in Replicant the that gets annoying to deal with. Uh that if there if this was not a re-release, if this was just a game that came out now after Near Automata came out, uh this would be getting lambasted score wise. It's getting a bit of a pass because it's yep. just a re uh, a remaster of an older game and Automata is so loved that here's more near for people that didn't get a chance to play this on on previous systems back in the day. So the the thing we kind of face reason. right now, yeah, the thing we have a kind of face right now, and this goes beyond near, like this goes with every remaster that we're getting right now is like with so many remasters coming out, and hell, I can use Nocturne as an example. Um is it forgivable like are these remasters forgivable like will it will it really make you want to go out and say yes i want this like i i guess it depends on again like whatever fan base you are in what um what emotions the original game drew like drew from you and do you really love it that much to revisit in current gen graphics. I almost felt like this one was made more for people like me who mm -hmm. really liked Automata and that's all they played. Yeah. Um, and now like I want to learn as much as I can because I, my favorite part about Automata is just how much like I don't know I feel like it, it fucks with your brain right like you're trying to figure all this stuff out and you, you really can't like Yoko Taro just doesn't let you figure things out like you, you're just going to keep going down rabbit holes but um and so I just wanted more of that. So like I was already sold because I was like if I can learn more about the world and more about like that kind of stuff like I'm gonna play it and I didn't play the original Nier so but like from a gameplay perspective like man I, I see why people passed this game over back in the day even as a remaster like I get it 
Like when I was playing through it, I was like, if I had not played Automata, I I don't think I would have finished the game. Pretty <laughs> confidently, I think I can say that. But but that doesn't mean it wasn't fun. And I got to a point where I felt like I was having more fun, and I did enjoy exploring the story because I like that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but like people coming from you, I really I understand why. Like, yeah, I mean, and to that point, it's like how much is too much when we get to that point? Like, because like all these people, you could just go back. Like I could have definitely just gone back and played near, right? Yep. Like there's nothing stopping me from really doing that. Um, but I do feel like, I mean, they even marketed this as like a prequel to Dear Automata, which is true. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's, it's a bit, like, it's a bit back there, but <laughs> it's back there. Well, but like, you know, like they know what they did. They wanted to like, make sure like, Hey, this was, you know, this took, takes place before it would, would really like Automata is more of a seek, but you know, I mean, technically it's, that's correct. It's just, so here, here's kind of like my and chat is Bella is chiming in on this one. Jazz uh, is is chiming in. Jazz and uh, Onion Knight, a bunch of people chiming in on this. Like if I had to sum it up for me, if I was talking to a Final Fantasy fan, Final Fantasy fourteen fan, that said, "Hey, what's this near raid about?" I'm unfamiliar with this. I would tell them go play near Automata, and that's it. That mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend going back and picking up the entire series or buying the replicant remaster. I would say go play Automata and then come back and tell me what you feel about that game. And even still, at that point, I like even still, like me for someone who's played Automata, like and if you told me it's like I'll play Automata and then come back and then do your hop. I still have fucking questions. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. That and and that's not that's not on the Yoko Taro side. That's more on, yeah, it's on the Yoko Taro slash fourteen side. But I still have questions. Like, no, I'm not again, even talking Yoko- about from like a lore or story perspective, though. They're just like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't where. What is this? I've never heard of Near. It's in my fourteen. Like, wh- what the mm-hmm. hell is this? I don't get the story. I really don't care about the story. I'm just there for the fights, but it looks neat. Is this a game I should play, Mike? I would say, yeah, go check out Automata. You could probably leave the rest of them for right now. You could probably leave mm, the rest of back, them for I right would now. go back and say at least play uh, some Guard. Go play near Automata, and then play, like, Guard 3. Like, I would say those two. I would recommend those two. I wouldn't oh, recommend yeah. just Malls in chat is Malsian in chat is definitely correct. Yeah, if you want to understand why people are crying at the last boss in 14, you absolutely have to have played Replicant. Yes, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right there. But again, I'm separating the emotional investment or the story itself into just hey, I want to what what was going on there? I don't I don't really have an idea of what this stuff was. I'm looking for a good mm-hmm. game to play. I would push towards Automata before I push towards Replicant every single time. Every single time, right? It's the better game. Do you like bullet hells? Product. No, then no, don't play. <laughs> don't, don't play. Absolutely, do not play. So I think this one will do all right for Square. Okay, so obviously they got the fourteen expansion coming this year. That's going to go gangbusters money wise. They, they don't really have to worry about that one. Six point oh. This will do okay. I mean, it's not going to break I'll any records. Download it. I'll download it. <laughs> it'll be a it'll be a guilty pleasure game. I'll download it. And see what I think about. Jazz, so, don't spoil stuff. Um, I went, I went back and like looked at like the upgrades. You might appreciate. There's actually some added stuff like story wise mm. that wasn't in the original that I didn't, I wasn't aware mm. of because I hadn't played it. So you might enjoy that stuff. And then 
the voice acting is great and like all that oh, kind of, yeah. like I, all that stuff's awesome and the music i mean it's near so so really this will do okay financially you know and the saga frontier remake will pay, it'll, it'll make its little bit of money and everything so everything seems to be going rosy for square enix oh wait um no there's there's a title that's not doing too well uh you might have heard of it might have heard of it uh marvel's <laughs> avengers uh, a little live service game you know came out in just september <laughs> it's still hard to believe guys that it's only seven months ago that that game came out mm -hmm. seven yep. months yeah you just sit there and vape man just, <laughs> just, if i had my cigarettes yeah. down here i'd light them up we've spent we've talked about on this show the horrible woes that this is putting on the financial line for a square oh, okay okay all right so with this, I can say that I, I have not played the Avengers. Now, I'm going to assume that both of you have. Yes. A little bit. He, Mike's played more than me, but yeah, not, okay. not much. Right. I, haven't, right. I haven't played a lot. So right. I posed this question to my chat yesterday, and I will pose this question to you. I'm going to assume that somewhat, some way, y'all, like, are Marvel fans? You have some stake in the Marvel I'm not. universe. I'm not. I'm a huge Marvel. I'm fan. not. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Kronos, this is more for you. And Mike, we'll get to you in a second. Did Square Avengers do any favors? Any favors? Let's go ahead and ask both for one for the Marvel universe, two for current existing. Square fans. I mean, I, I'll go first. Like, I, I, no, I don't think so. Uh, like, I, 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 I've said this on the podcast before. So, I, I actually, I pre-ordered the game. I played the beta and was so disgusted with the beta, I refunded my money. Um, I played the I, game and completed the main story, <laughs> but did not get to level cap in it. I so. I, I'm not a huge. I'm not huge invested, hugely invested into comic book characters, Marvel, DC, any of that stuff. Peripherally, I have some favorites that I'll see, like the Batman movie if it comes out, and stuff like that. But I'm not. I I haven't seen Iron Man and you know Captain America, and that's just not me, not my cup of tea. I do like looter shooters. I do like loot grinds and MMORPGs, and I don't hate comic book characters enough to not play. A looter shooter and give it a shot uh yeah absolutely horrible absolutely horrible and let me we don't need to rehash all of how bad and how catastrophically financially this has been hurting that that department and square enix as a whole uh go back to previous episodes those of you new here you got plenty of stuff to catch up on on youtube go check it out or check it out on readycheckradio.com but seven months after a live service and clearly a live service game comes out, gentlemen, the creative director is leaving. Sean Eskag, writer and creative director of Avengers, the going main campaign. To Naughty Dog. Going, going back to Naughty Dog, actually. Uh, was originally at Naughty Dog. Uh, was part of the game director and writing team for Uncharted Lost Legacy. Uh, so going back to Naughty Dog. Now, full, like, let's look at the big picture here, right? When an MMO or a live service game comes out, there usually is a reduction in force after that. 
They're developers and things like that. You don't like to see high-profile people go, but sometimes it happens. And to be fair, they did write, um, Sean did write the main campaign, the big story beats, which there isn't a whole lot of that going into the game now. Now, maybe the expansion will have a, a big chunk of story when it comes out, the uh, the Black Panther expansion. But you don't have those big set-piece moments and story and say what you will, whether you like the story or not, setting it aside that aside for a minute. That kind of development isn't really going on, so maybe this isn't as big a deal as some people make it out to be, but maybe it is because a high-profile person is leaving a live-service game at a marquee developer and publisher seven months after the damn thing came out, Sly. Can... Can we play? Can I play devil's advocate for a second? Absolutely. Even though the devil has so many advocates right now. <laughs> um, one of my favorite Marvel games of all time has always been Ultimate Alliance. I don't know if the Avengers, I mean, if they were really like, I feel like they were really at a time trying to capitalize on know the Avengers hype and great sure why not do you think a a MMO styled or looter shooter styled Avengers all like ultimate alliance excuse me ultimate alliance game would have done better than Avengers with square oh <sighs> I mean, I, I think it probably would have, but you think so? I, I feel like I don't know. I mean, I feel like you get the Avengers IP. That's like a softball, and they like somehow hit the softball yeah. like behind the fence, away behind them, and like back into the crowd. Like, I, yeah. it, it's I don't know. It's it like, and like I, I've said this before. Like, I'm a huge Marvel fan. It should have been easy to sell me on this game. <laughs> like, I, I I've I've seen many of movies in theaters that I don't consider good, and I couldn't even bring myself to finish this game. Well, yeah, but we did get Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. We we did the Black Order, and we did. to be fair, that wasn't all that well received either. I mean, it did okay. Yeah, it did okay. I mean, true. Yeah. So it's and not like it's not like one robbed us of the other, or is I, I, or is I your really argument even... more of if that would not was not a thing with Nintendo, if that was given to Square Enix, could <clears> that have been better? Is if that's what you're trying to? Yeah, I think part of it was publishing. I think part of it was publishing. To be honest. Like if you had given if you had given Ultimate Alliance three the in the hands of I wouldn't say the exact same devs, um, but if you had given it to okay sure let, let Devil's Advocate again let's say you gave it to the exact same devs and you gave it to Square would it have been a little bit more successful than Avengers No I, I think, think I think the failure here is more Square than it is the crystal dynamics the only reason is i feel that it was probably square that pushed for this being a live service game more than crystal did and that ultimately is what forced a bunch of design decisions that sent this down the wrong path very early um and i have but i feel but but you're talking again we're talking about two different monsters i feel like with a ultimate alliance thing it kind of like it even though it like the first two weren't in that realm, 
it could kind of fit in that realm and be okay. Whereas Avengers, like a like a completely new IP, like it had nothing to go on. Well, so. here's here's kind of something interesting to your opinion to to your point there because okay. although we have a departure, we also have somebody incoming who happens to have experience a with the Marvel license mm-hmm. and B with a game mm-hmm. like uh, more like Ultimate Alliance than Avengers, including mm-hmm. the type of payment model that would typically go with a live service type game. So maybe mm-hmm. they're seeing things the way you're seeing them now, but perhaps it's too late because Crystal Dynamics is going to pick up the help of Bragg and Wagoneer who worked on Marvel Heroes back in gazillions days before Disney came in and was like, oh yeah, we're burning this place down. This game closes tomorrow. Uh, and everybody was like, wait, what? Um, and since then, been working at EA Sports for a while, never thought he'd work on a Marvel game again. Didn't even know if he wanted to. Had this to say, after what happened at Gazillion, I wasn't ever sure I wanted to work on another Marvel game again. Talking to the team at Crystal Dynamics, seeing their passion for making a game the fans love and knowing the potential of the product were all big factors for me in making my choice. One of the things that convinced me to take the job was the leadership of Crystal Dynamics telling me to give them honest feedback about the game and its issues and telling me there were no egos in the room. I did, and they were very receptive to my suggestions. And I don't know how much of that is just Crystal Dynamics is cool to work for, or at this point, Crystal Dynamics is just like, dude, whatever you want to do, let's do it, because it's on fire right now. So take the good with the bad, I guess. Hopefully, this could give them a little bit of help, Kronos. This is somebody that has uh, experience with the IP, with that type of monetization, and maybe it'll help. I don't know. I, I just don't see how you fix it at this point. I don't know. I'm I'm definitely like hitting the uh, eject button, like hitting the, like I'm out of there. But I I just yeah I think it's too late. I think uh, we brought it up before right like the PS5 release whenever that is that happened that hasn't happened right? Yeah, it did. Oh, it did. Oh, then yeah, I, I don't yeah it's like <laughs> I I think it's too late. <laughs> I think it's too late. I don't see how you save it at this point. I really don't. I think there's just already too much circulation that's like just bad for the game and. It's going to be really hard to sell it and come back from what they've already dealt with, even if they make something that ends up in the end being kind of good. I also like, like they even get there. I also like that Sly, they can't, it's just like when it rains, it freaking pours. They ended up leaking the MCU skins on accident. <laughs> they're, they're not in the game yet. There was a bug that you were able to see and use the MCU skins. They look awesome. I'll give them that. Classic Captain America look cool. Ms. Marvel's One Piece looked awesome. They looked good. Uh, You can't use them now. They shut the bug off, but too late. Cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Cat's out of the bag. Like, how would they charge for that at this point? Uh, Oh, yeah. And the the new Tachyon uh, Anomaly event is going on. For the three of you that play the game still, I hope you enjoy the event, event, and I sincerely mean that. But let's finish this up, gentlemen, with one last topic. We're sticking with... We had some things going good for Square. Avengers, Mm -hmm. not one of them. This next one, Mm -hmm. not one of them either. 
Balan Wonderworld, a title I actually looked forward to because of Knights and Sonic and, hey, cool, I'm all for it. I liked the art style, yeah, okay, obviously geared towards a younger audience. That's not a problem. I'll still play the damn thing. The demo got me a little less hyped for it to the point that I did not buy it on day one. And now I... It, it may be a purchase just because I think you won't be able to get a physical copy of this game in six months uh, ever again. As Balan Wonderworld, just getting weird, gentlemen. If you wanted to play the demo, too late, suckers. You can't play the demo. They pulled the demo. That's how bad it's going, Sly. They yanked the demo. They pulled it off the PlayStation Store, off of Steam. Can't get it anymore. By the way, if you play the demo and you get that costume, it'll be delivered at some point. That's that's all you know right now. It'll be delivered at some point. Oh, and if you wanted that costume, maybe they'll give you another way to get it in the future. They don't know. We, they don't know anything. They yanked. Do you know how bad a game has to be doing for them to take the demo down, Sly? I think you muted yourself. I did. Yeah, it has to be doing really goddamn terrible for you to yank a demo. And in the beginning, uh, like when I heard about Bell and Wonderworld, I was remotely interested because I loved Knights. I loved, I wouldn't say loved, some of what Sonic Team did. Yeah, Knights was the um, big trigger for Bay 2. Mm hmm. Yeah. And. When I heard about this, I was like, I'm kind of interested. And then, like, my mom tells me, hey, Sly, like, they yanked a demo from Bound Underworld, like, in Discord. I'm like, wait, what? Like, how bad does it have to be? Like, it's pretty bad. I'll tell you exactly I... how bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Adam, they are projecting, mm -hmm. or at least uh, reporting, estimating reporting, that it few, sold fewer than 2,100 physical copies in Japan. I'm sorry, what? Excuse me, miss? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, miss? Mm -hmm. Last week's Japanese charts revealed that the physical copy of the game didn't manage to break into the top 30 in its opening week. It reportedly sold fewer than uh, okay. 2,100 right, 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 copies. Right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> um... I mean, I kind of want to blame that on COVID, but at the same time, really? 2,100? Every I mean, other game developer in the world, not 100 copies, 2,100. 2,100. 2,100, And see, that's the thing. I, I kind of want to blame COVID, but at the same time, there's Amazon. There's Every like, other video game stuff. company is like 180% profits right now. 180% profits right now. Uh, <sighs> in similar news... Mm -hmm. In um, the game failed to hit the top 30 in the Nintendo eShop charts in both Japan and North America. And this week's mm -hmm. UK charts show that the game didn't manage to break into the top 40 even, being outsold by a number of titles that have actually been sitting on the charts, Adam, for over 100 weeks. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not, it's not doing well, man. Yeah, I, I mean, told you I may buy a physical copy just you, because 30 years from now, this may be one of those impossible to get physical copies of a Square should. Enix title. 
You probably should, dude. You could probably sell your PlayStation with the Wonder World demo on it, dude. I, you probably, that's probably that's pretty right. rare. That's right. I got a PlayStation 4 with the PT demo on it, and a PlayStation 5 with the Bell and Wonder World demo on it. Great. There you go, dude. Buy one, get one. Oh, man. Uh, oh, and it gets, just gets weirder. So, yeah, it's bad enough mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. this may be the last such project <laughs> that Square Enix backs along these lines because that kind of was one of the qualifiers in the contract. Um, so we may not see another Knights-inspired platformer for quite some time. Uh, yeah, as if that all wasn't bad enough. Oh. got to bring up the B-roll here. Okay. There are accusations. Okay. Allegedly. And you gentlemen Allegedly. are going to need to put a little bit of volume in your ears of the stream. Yeah. And I know you'll be a few seconds behind, but we're going to play some stuff for chat. DMCA be damned. <laughs> Not enough of you are subbed on YouTube for me to monetize anyway, so I don't care. But go sub. I would appreciate it. Click those notify bells. Please do. All that stuff. Please do. Um, so we're going to play some stuff for you because there are accusations that some of the mm -hmm. original compositions in Balan Wonderworld might sound like some other stuff. So we're musical experts on the panel here today. I got Sly, musical expert. Let's parse this out. I'm going to play a few seconds of Balan Wonderworld music for you just for a second. That's it. That's it. I'm just going to give you that that much right now. That much. Both of you heard it? Both of you heard it, right? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Sly, you're good? You heard it? Do you need to hear it again? Mm -hmm. No, no. Okay. Mm -hmm. People in chat are already laughing because that sounds remarkably similar to something. Here you go. Chat pegged that song before I brought up the art with it and the original music. But that, okay, fine. I gave you the first four measures. You know, maybe a fluke. Maybe a fluke. Maybe a fluke. Let's go back and listen to Balin just a little bit longer. All right, all right. Now let's let's go back to our Ghostbuster friends for a little longer. So we've got some minor differences, right? We've got a tempo difference, obviously, between the two songs. We've got at the end of the initial uh, two measures, we have an uptick in one uh, and a down down the scale in the other one. Remarkably similar, remarkably similar. Accu accusations of flat out plagiarizing. But however, Sly, you know music. There's right, there's sampling. You could sample somebody's music. You could pay homage to somebody's music, right? This music mm -hmm. is used in a firehouse yep. with some firefighters in Balan Wonderworld. So 
Ghostbusters, they're in a fire, old firehouse, maybe, maybe. So I thought, gentlemen, that I would call in a very special guest. Neither one of you knew this person was going to be on the show today. Neither one of you knew. But I thought it was important to get perspective here on this type of thing. So if we could go to our correspondent in the field to tell us a little bit about sampling... Mr. Vanilla Ice. You sampled them from him, but it's not the same. Oh, no. I know exactly what you're going to play. God damn it. Are you serious? I know exactly what he's going to play because I was thinking this clip. I was thinking about this clip exactly. Wait, there's ghosts. I was ding, 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 All right. All right. Mr. Ice, Mr. Ice, they were talking over you, and I want to give you, I want to give you due time. Please explain sampling again for us. We sampled them from him, but it's not the same bass line. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he goes ding 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 that's the way theirs goes right ours goes ding 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 ah the cymbal hit yeah the yeah got it got it so this clearly different you know gotcha gotcha I think Ice breaks you know, it down for us quite nicely. You know, there is actually another really perfect example of this, and I experienced this, I would say recently, maybe last year, um, when I played when I played Trails of Cold Steel. Yep. I don't think I heard this one. Oh, I might want to give this. If... if Mike, if you can like cue this up, I, I have links. I have links. If you could fucking, if you can cue this up, like it, it is a perfect example of this. So, in, in Trails of Cold Steel, there's a game called Blades, and when the Blades theme came up, it's like, it sounds good. I'm like, oh, wait, this sounds familiar. And then I go back to an anime opening, and it, it, it like, it is one to one. It is one to one, straight up, straight up, like what you, what you, what you're hearing right now. So, uh, hold on. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. I don't have the video for you because I didn't prep the video ahead of time. But I'm, I'll play no, the, no, no, I'll play, the, I'll play fine. the bait blade game soundtrack. Here we go. And I think that's pretty much all I need to play right there. That I think you that's, need to play, that's all you that's need to more do. Than that's enough. all you need to do. Uh-huh. Now I messaged you the the other one. Cameras are gonna go wonky for a second. Okay. Cameras are back. This one you gotta wait a second because it's gotta It's gotta build up. Right there. Yeah, that sounds, that's exactly the same. And you only have to hear what you keep saying. Blade game. Dragonaut. 
reminds me of like the, you remember the Power Band 5000 Final Fantasy 14? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this reminds me of that. Um, I'm I'm sure there is a rational explanation for this one too. I'm sure there is. Let's go back to our correspondent in the field, Mr. Ice. Are you still there? From him, but it's not the same bass line. Uh huh. Uh, like it goes ding 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 ding. Right. Ding 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 ding. Right. Ding ding ding. That's the way theirs go. Right. Ours goes ding 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 ding. Ah, yes. And he just has like the absolutely slappable look at the end of it too. He's just like you know what he, he knows what he's saying is absolute horseshit. Anyway, so yeah, that's not looking good. And then Balan Wonderworld also all of a sudden got a uh, absurd, well, absurd for the number of people that reviewed it, number of 10 out of 10 Metacritic scores out of nowhere as things were going down. Uh, but it didn't help because it's finally fallen is to there, back under is a there a such Is there such a thing as reverse review bombing? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what's going on. That's, that's exactly what's going on. Well, was going on. So, uh, Last piece of news, Square Enix will be at E3. That was confirmed, so we will see them at E3 uh, in just a few months. On that note, Let's slide over and do Love It or Leave It. Those of you new to the show, Love It or Leave It is the segment of the show at the tail end where I give you one Square Enix-related item. Could be a game, could be a series, could be a decision in a game, could be a PR press release, could be financials, anything I want that's Square Enix-related. And you tell me whether you love it or leave it. Love it, you want more of it, leave it. No, forget it. Never going to touch it again. Set it aside. This has run the gamut of PvP in Final Fantasy XIV all the way to Dragon Ball or uh, Dragon Quest-specific titles. So, in honor of our topic a little earlier, gentlemen, Near Replicant, just that one title, Near Replicant, love it or leave it, Kronos. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with love it. Like I said, I never played the original one, so this was still enjoyment for me. Uh, you know, it was worth the money for me to pay, so I definitely loved it. And I think if anybody that liked Automata story to, the, to that point and you want to learn more, it's, it's definitely worth playing if you haven't played it previously. I'm going to go with love it simply because I did love it on the PlayStation 3, and this is a prettier version of that, and that's all I expected to get out of it. So I love it. Sly going to bring us down here, I think. <laughs> No, I'm actually gonna say love it. Like any any near fan, even if you weren't a near fan, even if you were newer to the franchise, uh, I would definitely say love it and go back and play it. And I, you, you made me buy it off of Steam, so love <laughs> it. You, did you actually buy it during the show? You are I sure did. You are awesome. You are awesome. Oh, wow. Balan Wonderworld Steam Charts 11 playing 30 minutes ago. Oh, no. 11. 11. 11. It is a clean sweep, Onion Knight. It is a clean sweep. That's the first time in a few weeks that that has been a clean sweep. (sighs) Chat, don't go anywhere. We'll have a few minutes of post-show after the show. And then, of course, as usual, we'll have the stream go dark for just 30 seconds or so while we change things around and bring up our streamer for this evening after the show, Ms. Faye Death. How are you, Faye? You look look like you're feeling better. You're alive. 
Welcome back. Yeah, it's good to see you. Uh, you've had a couple of weeks off with the illness, but now you're doing good. Yeah, yeah we're back in action. Back to come chill with you guys. I missed you guys. We missed you. Nice. What are you playing tonight? Oh, tonight we're going to jump into Valheim. Um, starting a new server, and our friend Samaj is going to come help us build and chill, and uh, we're going to probably put lemonade stands across the land. <laughs> Sounds good, chat. Fade Death will be up after the show, so hang tight, and you'll get to chill and build with her in Valheim. Faye, we'll see you in just a few minutes. We'll be back, as always, next week with another Relic Grind Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. You can follow Twitter, Twitch, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and even Spotify if you want to listen to just audio versions of every show we've ever done, whether it's this one, Snowbound, or Gaming Gumbo. You can get them all right there on our website with a link to Spotify. Until next week, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Uh, yeah, same as always, so Twitter below. I'll have to share with Slime on Mount Hotbar. So you can like believe me that I have that many mounts. <laughs> Sly, thank you so much, sir, oh, for coming and doing the show today. Much appreciated. Thank you for me. Anytime, my friend. friend. I told I warned you and Haps when we were starting the channel. You were both gonna be snagged. Hope to have you on uh in the future some more as well. Where can everybody follow you? You can follow me at twitch.tv slash sly, aka Gray Fox. You can follow me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Uh yeah, that's those are pretty much the main ones and yeah if he ever if burn ever decides to do an atlas podcast you know <laughs> not and lump it in to the gaming podcast but do a separate because he has a square he has a blizzard but he doesn't have an atlas one so if he ever decides to do an atlas podcast he knows where to find me he he can reach out to me he knows where i am like, uh, i'm not hard to find i'm pretty sure i know how to reach out to you i'm pretty sure yeah yeah. I'm yeah, Mike Byrne. Sure. You can follow me right there on Twitter at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, so we can tweet at you all the times for our podcasts, all the times our streamers go live, and you can come hang out with us, chill and chat, and make some noise. Until next time, stay safe. See you on the servers.